What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. You can follow me on LinkedIn. Or no, shoot, messed up the intro. Sorry. You can follow me on uh, Instagram or TikTok. It's Heroes for Sale. If you want to go to my Instagram bio, that link will bring you to everywhere else you can find me on the internet. Uh, I, I will get that right one day. So on today's episode, I want to talk about something that I think, I think for newer collectors, this one will be good because it's going to bring in a perspective that I think is, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's like changing the perception of, of products, but like something I've been, something I've been trying to figure out is like how, what's going to be the, when new collectors are coming in. Like, what's going to be the easiest way for them to get up to speed? Um, and I think it's the, one of the easier ways that, like, when somebody asks a question, like, they say, like, what product should I buy? It's mostly, like, for basketball, it's mostly Prism is, like, the product. But in my opinion, Prism is getting kind of hard to find. Um, I mean, you're lo- online, it's double, like, the pricing of it. Um, if you're, you can't find it in any stores because for most stores, the distributor actually is going directly to the store because this is what I found out actually. When I was going to look for Prism at Target, um, I asked one of the people at Target, I was like, do you have any more Prism out back? And they're like, no, like the distributor actually comes in and drops the tar- drops it off. Um, drops it off. Like they don't, they don't even get it in a shipment or anything, which is an interesting kind of, I don't know if that's like a insider info or an interesting little piece of piece of data or data however you want to pronounce it um but so for me i'm looking at ways to figure out how like i said ways to figure out how to get new collectors in and figure out how how they can get products because like that's like the one thing like collectors you i think if you're a collector you should be doing a lot of research before you're buying because it can be confusing but like how can what's the easiest way for that to happen like and I think one thing that can be confusing is how many products there are. And like, even with old collectors, like old collectors, I think will say, well, there was only like each company had like one or two products, but there's also like, and I'm talking old collectors, not even really old, but like the nineties and the early two thousands, there was like, there was like fifth, 10 to 15 companies. So like there was still the same number of products. And I think one thing that and I guess I'll go talk about this quickly is like people are talking about the junk wax era part two. And I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because just the way that cards are bought now is much different. Like the way like cards are bought on the internet and cards are bought overseas and you're not relying on one source for pricing. Like with like back in the day, it was basically the Beckett pricing guide to determine what the price of the cards was. Because eBay, eBay wasn't around, so like there was no way to really regulate someone saying, "Well, this is worth this," because Beckett said so. Um, and now you have, depending on the card, like if you're looking at the Luca prisms, you have hundreds of comps a day. Which I guess that's kind of one thing that I'm looking at. Like, at what point are the is prism going to become too expensive for like a casual fan to buy? Uh, because like if you, if you want to just, if you're a casual fan, you probably just want to open product to be honest. Like you probably just want to get a box and open the box and you know, you, you, maybe you're coming into it thinking that you're going to, um, make, make your money back or make some money, which isn't necessarily the case when you're buying boxes. But like 
Prism is the product to buy, but you can't find it in the stores. And I think that's an issue for new collectors who maybe just want to open up a box. So I think probably the closest comparison to Prism is going to be Optic. Um, and it's and mostly because you can buy it in a store. Like, you can buy it at Target. It's still harder to find, but it's not as hard to find as Prism. Like, you could probably, like, it's going to last, like, three or four days probably in the store where Prism is gone that day. Like, people are buying it the day it comes in, um, and, they're, and they're selling it online, doing whatever they want. But, like, with Optic, um, I think more people are having some luck finding finding the... Uh, finding the product in the stores, essentially. And I think price comparisons, like, it's obviously Optic is still a little bit lower. Um, You know, Optic Hollow, that's one reason why I think that's another product that is still, even though it's as close, it's one of the closer products to Prism, it's still becoming harder to find because of that Optic Hollow where over the summer, the Optic Hollow, essentially, people were realizing that the print run was lower than, uh, the Prism Silver, and especially because what we've seen is that the Prism Silver has become extremely highly... The print run has become extremely high. Um, and that's based off of PSA numbers and people crunching crunching numbers of just, like, reports and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I'm kind of looking into what I think could be... What I think, like, the th- next product is. And I think... So my theory is that uh, Select is going to be a product that kind of sees a little bit of an increase over the next year, two years. I think just because, w- like, with prices, I, I think that's one thing is the prices of a card like the Zion Prism is not realistic. Like, I wouldn't, it's hard to, and I think I've talked to Sasha from Four Life Trading Cards about this the other day, and he was saying that these are just the prices now. Like, this is just. It's not that they're going to go down significantly. Like, they're going to go up probably more more likely than not. But, like, I think at this point, we're just looking at what the prices of these cards are going to be. I think we also are seeing a pretty strong draft class from this last year. So, like, we'll see next year coming up what the draft class holds. Like, you have Lamella Ball. You have James Wiseman. Um, but other than that, like, yeah, you know, I haven't been following college basketball as much as I have just because – like last year, I mean, I followed it pretty closely with, with Zion. Obviously, that was one reason. But you also had Ja, who kind of uh, came on towards the end of the season and then played in the tournament. Um, but I think what you're going to see is that the prices of those players, that's just what the prices are going to be. Like, And maybe next year, it may be easier to find Prism like in stores, and it may not be as expensive because the players aren't as good. Like, I think... I, I think, and, and the one reason why I think select could be the option, but I also think that there's a potential that it could not be the option, um, is because select is, I think, hobby only. And select is a little bit confusing in the sense that there's, uh, it's a 300 card checklist, but then each each player, each individual on the checklist has three different cards. At least this is how I think it works. Like, the, I think within um, within the individual players in the league now i think that's what it is i think because i think there's legends and stuff that kind of are mixed in and they don't have i don't know if they're included on the three cards but like um like and then what'll happen is each each 
level of the card gets short printed less. And I think what people are going to see is that with there not being that much more product, that's going to maybe potentially see a rise and become closer to Prism prices in a sense that people are going to want that product more because they can't get uh, they can't get Prism, which we'll see next year what happens with the prices of Prism and if, if those if they stay where they are or if they kind of decrease a little bit, depending on the class. And I think the class definitely like this, this rookie rookie set is just the rookies in this year are just ridiculous. I mean, it's five to 10 deep. Like it's, it's super strong. So like, that's one reason like with 2018 too, you also had like, you had Luca Trey. I mean, you have like Aiton, you have Jaron Jackson, uh, you have Devonte Graham. You had, um, I mean, there's like, that one is pretty strong, but even then going back to 2017, that one's not as strong. Like, um, you look at a player like Tatum now who his prices are, I can't believe, I I think I might need to do a podcast on Tatum because like his prices went from over the summer. They're around 40 to 50 and now they're at like 200, which he's getting himself into that kind of that MVP conversation. Like he's probably going to be signing a max deal either the Celtics will figure out a way to extend him this summer or next summer. I mean, there's just, there's no way that they can't sign him at this point. Like they're all, they got to be all in on him. Like, and so they're all in, like he's in such a great market that I think that's honestly one thing that could also affect his prices in a sense that like, they're going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be like high um, going forward. And I think he's kind of getting into that conversation of like top 15, 10 to 15 players in the league potentially. So I think that's kind of what you're looking at with like prism um, and then like optic and then select as well. Like where there's just so many products that I think that's one problem that people are going to have coming in um, is they're not going to know. Cause even if you go to like stock X, cause like I was um, trying to figure out the best way to tell people like how to find rookie cards. And like I stock X was one of them. And I was like, Oh, stock X only has one rookie. But like I looked today and they starting, they're starting to, um, if you search player's name, they're starting to include just like all the other cards of that year. It's mostly graded stuff. So that's like one thing that I think is, uh, different than like, if you're going to eBay and you search a player's name or like even, um, check out my cards is like that too, where they, they all, uh, they don't only have graded stuff like on stock X. It's only great graded stuff. Um, so I mean, that's for the most part, that's what I've got. I mean, those three products in my opinion are really what you should be looking at. Um, if you're like a newer collector and like learning kind of the intricacies, I think that's the word like of those products themselves. Like if you want to go with like Don Russ or like hoops, um, I think that's also an option um, that mainly I'd say for those types of products, you should be looking into buying that product and like buying it and opening packs just because I don't really see, I don't see as much value in those ones. And I think hoops is probably the one that I see a little bit of value just because um, it's like a, it's kind of like almost got like a classic throwback type of design and it's pretty much the cheaper Don Russ and hoops is kind of on the same level, but I think what you'll find is that even those products, I think are still going to see like a increase because like, I just, I don't know. And, and this kind of goes back to maybe a point that I've had in the past about the money moving around 
um, in the hobby where where instead of um, no, no more money coming in rather than it moving around. So like the money coming in, what is going to be? How is that money going to be spent? And I think that's kind of where you got to look at maybe. Um, I don't know. That's kind of the that's the mystery, maybe, and not and it, maybe it's not even a mystery. Maybe it's more obvious than I think it is. But like where the money is coming in and where it's going to be spent, I think is going to be something that whoever can figure that out, I think, is going to make a lot of money because they're going to be buying products that are undervalued. Which is it's similar. It's sort of what I do try and do sometimes. Like that's why I'm buying a lot of soccer because I see once once more money goes into soccer, I think it's going to like blow up. Uh, and the market itself is going to be it's going to grow exponentially. So like with basketball, like as Prism and like as even like I said even Optic as those products become more expensive and more people are buying those cards as investments and the prices of those cards are going up, um where is that money then going to be spent? And that's really where I think Hopefully, I mean, hopefully, I can figure it out. Maybe like, or whoever figures out kind of where that money is going is gonna make a lot of money. In the sense that, like, the the average fan is gonna want to buy those cards because they can't buy Prism because it's too expensive. Because like, I don't know. And it's kind of it's it's a similar conversation that I have uh, with myself with it when i'm thinking about like the lebron cards like where where do the lebron cards go like how high can they go and at what point at what point does that card become like unobtainable for like a casual fan like because then I'm, then it gets into the point of like who who are the ones buying these cards because this is what i thought with luca at the beginning of, during the summer was like at what point do like is it investors that are buying the cards is it um is it casual fans that are buying the cards like it was and it was another thing that i thought with trey too because investors over the summer were saying trey 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 that was the guy so it was like at what point does does trey not become a good value because everyone's buying all the investors are buying him and then like who who's gonna who's then gonna buy him that's kind of where i was thinking but Obviously, you've seen Trey prices and Luca prices. I was completely wrong about that one. So, you know, I could be wrong about this as well. I don't think I am necessarily. I don't think it's played out in that sense yet. I don't think we've really seen where where the casual fan is going to want to buy. Like, I think uh, Gary V had been talking about. He's seen a uh, a increase in uh, tops rookies and a decrease in Bowman and. I think this is kind of the similar similar sense where I I think that tops is easier for people to recognize like they don't they know what tops is when they're coming in they don't know um, what Bowman is like they have to do a little bit more research which is something that I mean if you're a casual fan like maybe you don't want to necessarily do the research to figure out the first Bowman of a player or you don't even know what a first Bowman is so it's like the tops rookie even though you do have to do a little bit of research there as well, where you have to figure out which one is the first one. Which, I mean, if you just search a player's name and then you search rookie card, like you, sh- there's articles, there's tons of articles where you should be able to find it. But so, that kind of make, get, gets me thinking, like, what would a, what would the casual fan, how would he or she come in and buy 
if they were looking to start. Um, and I think that question is going to be one that I'm going to be pondering more in the future because I think that's where I think, and I mean, like I said, like I've said in the past, like I would like to make money from cards and stuff like that. So like, I think that's where the money is going to be made is where, where casual fans are buying. And at that and I think once, I don't even think we've really gotten to the point where the casual fan is buying the cards yet. Um, you know, because I was listening to Mike, uh, Mike Sumner, who he reached out to me about uh, messing up. Yeah, Mike Sumner, who is the uh, he's the uh, he is the podcaster of the Wax Pack pod, the host of the host of the Wax Pack Hero podcast, and he was saying he he had been talking to uh, I think it was the founder of um, shoot I'm looking it up right now actually because I want to make sure I got it right. The founder of Starstock, who is also one of the creators of FanDuel, and they were talking about fantasy, and, like, one thing that they pointed out was that, like, people, uh, and I was, like, I couldn't even, I was, like, so mind-blown that they said this. I was, like, that makes so much sense. So, first of all, they were talking about um, the content, and, like, the more content that people were making about Daily Fantasy, the easier it became because more people could understand it. I think that's what's going to happen with cards is that people, p- people like myself and people like in the industry who are making content, it's going to make it easier for fans to understand the same way that DFS did. Like, I think DFS was kind of confusing where it was like, well, pe- the players have value, money value, and you have to fill out your lineup, and that was kind of confusing. But so then the other point, then I think the original kind of thing that I was going to bring up from this was that he was saying that uh, if you're playing fantasy – uh, some people like to buy jerseys of these fantasy players. Like they care more about uh, building their team than they do about their own actual team. Which that could be a case where people like the Patriots have kind of been like the dominant team. So like their team hasn't won. That could be one thing. But also just they like being able to have built the team. So like they buy jerseys. So I think that could be a case where they're buying the cards of the players rather than the jerseys and. Um, so that was a point that they made. And I was like, that is, that was so, I hadn't even thought of that. And I was like, that is so genius. Like that is, that makes so much sense to me that like the fantasy people will want to buy the cards of the player, not because of fantasy, not because, well, it will be, it'll be a kind of maybe a combination of both. They'll buy it because of fantasy aspects where it's like they are buying it because they think that their cards are worth more or whatever, but they'll also be buying cards because it'll be like buying a jersey of the player. And, um, I mean, I think that'll be even better because then, like, somebody who likes that will be able to then sell the card and they'll be able to buy a different guy. And with, But if you're buying, like, a jersey, you can't really do that. You can't buy a jersey and then sell the jersey um, for what you paid for it. Um, or even, even you can't sell the jersey for more like you could with a card. Um so what the, the casual fan, how are they going to come in and what are they going to buy and how are they going to buy? Those are kind of some of the things that I've been thinking about and that I want to think a little bit more about uh, coming up in the future. But that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's all I had for this episode. Uh, everybody, I appreciate you listening. I'm hoping there may be some new listeners to this first, to this episode. I mean, I was engaging a lot on Twitter, telling people about the podcast a lot on Twitter. So like, if you're a new listener, like, thank you so much. I really appreciate, uh, you coming in here. Um, 
it's heroes for sale on Instagram, heroes for sale on TikTok. Um, I I don't know what else to say. I mean, I I hope I hope you enjoyed this episode. I mean, this is, for some people maybe this is their first episode. For some people maybe this is their seventy ninth or seventy eightieth. I don't know. I mean, I, at this point, I I try. What I'll do sometimes is I forget how many episodes there are like on the show, so I've actually stopped saying the the episode number. Um, also, because sometimes I flip flop episodes if I'm recording multiple in a day, or if I record one and then I realize there's something else and I want to talk about something else that does happen occasionally. Um, but that's gonna be it, everybody. I appreciate you listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.